0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And today, we unfortunately have to talk about democracies because when democracies shift towards autocracy, privacy is lost. Now, here's what's going on. And I think that a free society is a precious commodity. It can be tough to maintain, and people are sometimes forced to live with rules and even other people that they don't care for. But Typically, the realization that we're essentially allowed to do what we please, providing we're not harming others, usually trumps those things that basically, uh, or rather trumps those people that think that their way should be the only way and thus attempt to curtail rights and try to make or remake society in whatever image they've got in their minds. Meaning, I can basically disagree with my neighbor and think he's completely wrong in how he or she is living their life, but they're not harming me, I'm not harming them, it's all good. But when we shift towards autocracy, that goes away in the sense that I might want to force my neighbor to live the way I live, or vice versa. Now, in that vein, an interesting thing uh, is actually happening right now in the world's most popular democracy at the moment, and that would be India, because India's leader, Narendra Modi, is basically, by some, seen as a true leader, And by others he's now being seen as an autocrat now recently a new law came into place there that appears to be removing privacy options from indian citizens and giving their government more surveillance over how everybody in the country interacts online and for that let's turn to the wall street journal uh, because they just reported that major vpn services are now shutting down their servers within the borders of india So this is basically what the uh, Wall Street Journal is talking about. Major global providers of virtual private networks, which let Internet users shield their identities online, are shutting down their servers in India to protest the new government's rules that say that basically are, are threatening their customers' privacy. Now, such rules are, quote... Typically introduced by authoritarian governments in order to gain more control over their citizens, end quote. That is a spokesperson speaking for Nord Security, provider of NordVPN, which shut down all of their servers in India. You might know NordVPN from their commercials that I half disagree with. Quote, again, the spokesperson for Nord... If democracies follow the same path, it has the potential to affect people's privacy as well as their freedom of speech, end quote. Now, other VPN services that have stopped operating servers in India are some of the world's best known. They include the U.S.-based private internet access, IPVanish, the Canadian-based TunnelBear, the British uh, Virgin Islands-based ExpressVPN, and uh, uh, Lithuania's-based Surf Shark. I cannot speak today. Now, ExpressVPN said, quote, It refuses to participate in the Indian government's attempts to limit internet freedom, end quote. Now, the government's move, quote, severely undermines the online privacy of Indian residents, end quote. That's according to private internet access. Now, customers in India will be able to connect to VPN servers in other countries. This is actually the same approach uh, taken in Russia and China, where operating servers in those countries would require VPN uh, uh, companies to comply with similar legislation. So if you're sitting in India, you basically can route your connection through Bangladesh or Pakistan or any other country, Sri Lanka, any other country that is around you, but not just within the borders of India due to this. Now, interestingly enough, the Indian government with this law also basically said that if you are uh, providing VPN services within the borders of India, you have to essentially register the name, the IP address, and a whole bunch of information uh, basically on your customers. And then you are required by Indian law to keep that for five years. So, If I'm a citizen in India living within those borders, and I sign up for a VPN service that is operating within India, they're going to get my actual name, my address, all these different kinds of things, which means at will, the Indian government could potentially go in and see, uh, per their law, what I am doing. So maybe I'm against... Uh, You know, maybe I'm against Modi. Now they can look that up. Now, potentially, I'm a dissident. That's a huge, huge thing. That's what we're talking about. And this law doesn't just talk about VPNs, because it also basically applies to cloud providers as well. Now, before I talk about the cloud providers real quick, this also is affecting those kind of not quite VPNs, but also VPNs, such as Apple's iCloud Private Relay, which is basically a VPN service that's used only for the Safari browser, uh, you know, if you're using that. And Apple has not yet commented on basically what it's planning on doing with this. Obviously, Apple has a huge presence uh, in India. I literally just talked about this yesterday, how they're going to start making uh, iPhones in uh, Vietnam and India, and, like in other places, as, as uh, big tech is slowly moving production out of China due to all the woes in China right now. So this obviously is a huge thing, That could potentially run afoul of what American enterprise, uh, especially likes to do. Now, on top of this, as I mentioned, cloud storage services are also subjected to new rules, but there would be little practical impact, for example, on Apple because Apple doesn't use end to end encryption, meaning that Apple holds a copy of your decryption key and can therefore comply with government commands for, uh, demands rather for information. If you're using something that's fully end to end encrypted where your provider does not have access to your keys, they cannot turn over your, your, your data. And I think that's something that is super, super important to understand. Google is in the same boat as Apple, for the record, in the sense that they can look at the back end as well. So I think obviously this is not a good sign for where India is going in terms of privacy for its citizens. And My fourth TED Talk, uh, interestingly enough, was on Afghanistan and what happens when you've got a free and democratic society where essentially uh, the the democracy falls and now it is basically a a clerical authoritarian. I mean, they are deeply, deeply religious. They are extremists there. Uh, The Taliban is known for murdering, you know, pretty much anybody that gets in their way. And here we have a huge problem leaving all of this information from what were free Afghan citizens that, you know, were using the face books and the TikToks and everything else of the world. And now the Taliban has access to that, not to mention voter information of how they voted against Taliban interests. And we have a very serious problem on our hands. And so when we see a large and free society, especially such a great ally like India, you know, to the United States and, and everybody else move down this path, it, it just it's not good for, you know, for us at all, I, I think. And what I mean, us, I mean, the world and, and free democracy. And so I hope that these things are rescinded. I hope that the Modi government does uh, basically turn around and start re-adding the privacy that they are in the process of taking away from Indian citizens. And if you are an Indian citizen and you are watching or listening to this, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I mean, please, you know, correct the record if I'm getting something wrong, but I, I usually pick up three or four different sources to make sure that I am, what I'm talking about is actually correct. But I'd love to hear from you anyway. And that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick A E S P. And please feel free to uh, subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe stay online, and please, 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 India, attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.